0: John Carrecker on
1: SAFM Right, rugby won the World Cup in 1995 We won it again, but why do we still have debates 21 years later As to why the country has to have representation I think that's one of the issues that Henny Larue, former legend Well, current legend of rugby wants to chat about Henny, good evening to you Let's chat about rugby for half an hour or so What's your view on the current state of South African rugby?
0: Hi John, yeah, thanks, and uh, hi to all the listeners. It's uh, it is a little disappointing, I think, at this stage that we still are in a professional sport, and, and uh, you know we're hearing the constant effects of uh, emblems having to change, mm. and, and parties, uh, uh, you know, trying to enforce uh, various election aspects. And uh, you know, one has to look at these things introspectively and say, you know, where did each of the contributing parties fail to achieve? Um, you know their part in, in bringing about this this uh, successful change or unsuccessful change as right. it may be. So, you know, one one has to take it from that view and and say, you know, have we progressed and to what extent we've progressed and you know what are the the issues or the underlying issues as to why we we're not uh, progressing. And I think fundamentally it, it comes down to a couple of issues, and the one is is lying within our education system and so forth. Uh, And then obviously the fundamentals of who we're dealing with and and, and parties involved and and, and the confidence uh, that we have within that environment. You know, the successes that we achieved back then and I think in any team, whether it be in business, be it in sport, you need to have uh, an absolute unwavering confidence uh, in, in the parties you're dealing with, mm-hmm. you have to be dealing with passion, integrity, they have to be inspirational, insightful, uh, you know, compassionate in terms of what they do. And, and I think those type of leaders across the board today are seemingly falling by the wayside. There's so many variables at play at the moment, no one really is either willing to stand up and be counted, alternatively, you know, just tend to go with the flow or or take the easy easy options.
1: You said a lot in your opening there. So, are you, are you blaming the administrators? You blaming SA Rugby administrators, the current ones or the ones over the last twenty one years? Because there've been a few. Yeah.
0: Look, I, I think the, uh, it's, it's not about you know pointing fingers. I think yeah. the reality is we are sitting with uh, a, a vast amount of of. Of talent in the country Uh, one just needs to reflect on a place like Australia for example that within rugby terms probably got one-tenth if not one-fifteenth of of the available pool to draw from and and yet they compete every year uh, you know at at the same level we Mm. do Uh, so you know what are they doing differently um, you know that we can learn from, and, and I think they put an immense amount of time, effort, and money into into sport in particular, because they do see this as a, a a catalyst for for brand or nation building as such. And I think we had that opportunity, uh, you know, in '95 and again in 2007 with those successes, mm. and yet um, you know we, we tend to fail to capitalise on those. Um, wonderful moments in, in, in sport and even now African Cup Nations Soccer which he won in the late 90s he, these things just have an ability to like music does to bring people together yeah. break down barriers and, 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 and create uh, you know a, 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 a community type of environment where one gets drawn to want to belong to something that's successful so you know the success is a is a
1: key element of, 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 of that as well. The one thing you did touch on is education, and yesterday we were out with Brad Bing and uh, teaching kids how to play rugby, and I was watching them, and it's like they've never, ever seen the game. And it's confusing for me, because I sit and watch rugby day in and day out, and that December-January period is terrible for me, because there's no rugby on. But the kids of today don't know what rugby is, and... I, I don't know who to blame. You can't blame the broadcast, or maybe you can blame the broadcasters because it, it's not as much on national television as it should be.
0: Yeah, and, and that's why I think, you know, there's an across the board aspect, and it's, it's not only rugby, it could be netball, it could yeah, be any yeah. form of sport. Uh, you know, we have to invest uh, our time with, uh, let's say, competent um, people that have achieved at the highest levels and place them into areas where they can be used and influence and, and, and drive to develop and uplift sport, uh, and I think we've that's an area in particular where, where we've we've failed greatly. Um, so. And, and that can be addressed. Oh, you know, this is not something for government to, to constantly point fingers at SA Rugby or SA Rugby to point fingers in, anywhere else. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it's something where, where government has to acknowledge that if they want to, you know, create uh, unity and use sport to unify the nation and, and bring about uh, social change and so forth, sport is a brilliant tool to do that. Um, they have to recognize it, they have to drive it and to a a large degree they also have to be involved in funding funding it.
1: Let's talk about the sport of rugby. In England rugby is the elite sport. It's what the the private schools, what do they call them, public schools play. It's it's much the same here. You get the odd government school that's great but it's it's those rich old white schools that play rugby and the rest play football. Isn't that okay? Uh, We just must deal with that fact.
0: Well, I mean it is true to, to some degree and, and and that is accepted and uh, one would then assume that selection would be based based on on that as well but you <laughs> know there are places in the eastern Cape that uh you know have got so much history. Uh, in the developing areas, in the rural areas, oh. where, where rugby is, uh, you know, loved as much, if not more, as uh, as uh, football is, and uh, I think there's huge scope there for us to apply ourselves. But it has to be a concerted effort by by, by everyone, you know, contributing to a common goal. Um, otherwise, it uh, it gets undermined. Uh,
1: is Alistair Cunliffe hiding to nowhere?
0: No, I won't say he isn't hiding to nowhere. I just, uh, sincerely hope that the support structures are given to him. I'm, I'm a little concerned that, uh, you know, I'm not too sure of the full support team that he's got behind him now. Mm-hmm. Um, but experience is, is critical at that level. Um, you know, even for a, for, for a player to change from provincial to national level, although there's certain aspects that are very similar, uh, the mental aspects are, are critical, and it's, it's even more so for a coach. Um, you know, we've had good coaches in the past, and, and, and often these coaches, you know, buckle under under the immense pressure that they come come under, and and it's a requirement and a need for them to be supported by parties who have the ability to to offset pressure and recognize opportunities and see you know where parties can place themselves to benefit of, of of the team
1: Let's. Uh, well, we're chatting to Henny Larue, rugby legend, joining us on the line here on SAFM Sports Special. John Herrick is my name. Uh, we want you to get involved in the conversation as well. You can drop us an SMS on three four seven zero one, or give us a call oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. What can be done to become world champions again? Uh, let's. Uh, that's maybe one of the questions we'll ask Henny. That. What can be done? We're moaning a lot, but let's uh, find solutions. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. What's your solution to become a world champion again? Henny, I look at our form, we lost to New Zealand in the semi-final, we lost quite closely to New Zealand in the semi-final, one could argue it was just as much as the final, what's what's wrong with that, we're doing fine?
0: Yeah it is, I, you, you know, we, but if you look at New Zealand they've got a lot less players than we have, we've got to look <laughs> introspectively right. at, at how, how we, we seem to always want to aspire to to beat
1: New Zealand mm. and,
0: and why can it not be other way, uh, the other way round. Right. So from from that perspective, we've got to look and say, you know, where are we going wrong? There's so many aspects within the structure of rugby. You know, New Zealand said about, I think it was a good 10, uh, 12 years ago, where they said, look, we're going to aim to play this, the game of rugby uh, in a a manner that's going to benefit the entire country. So it's not about provincial rugby, it's about bringing about a type of rugby Mm. Which which will uh, you know fall within the country's aspirations and requirements and hopefully drive success. Now, you've got let's say your various provinces in New, New Zealand. Let's say they eight or ten of them, they come together, they agree a strategy, and and they follow through with that particular strategy. Mm. Um, so everyone, when a, for example uh, the New Zealand coach who receives players, those players are already educated and trained within a a manner and a strategy and a plan which they uh, believe in and and, uh, for, for, for them to move from provincial to international rugby is seamless. Where in South Africa, it's still so provincial driven, there are different styles of play and, and it takes a coach, you know, a good couple of weeks before he can settle his players within his particular coaching style and, and, and get them playing according to mm-hmm. his, uh, his strategy.
1: Whose job is that then? Is that the national coach's job to go to the provincial coaches and go, guys, this is my, this is my dream?
0: Well, again, the way aspects have been structured, and I believe SA Rugby were working towards creating, you know, a scenario where players are being drawn into and paid for by SA Rugby, partially it was in our time, mm-hmm. now they, you know, focused more within SA Rugby. I'm not right in the back end of exactly how that is structured at this particular stage, but um, the reality is we've got to nurture our quality players. We've got to make sure that they are capable of delivering. And when they do get to the international stage, that the coaches, the game plan, the strategies are all aligned to ensure that there's a seamless trans- uh, you know mm-hmm. transgression mm-hmm. between uh, between province and international.
1: Prince in the Eastern Cape, you've got something to tell us. Hi, right, John. Hello, Eddie. How are you guys doing? Lega, lega. Great, not bad. bad. Um, my viewpoint... I think we need to expand the Carrier Cup structure,
0: make it uh, more like the ITM structure where there's like 16 teams, and uh, spread our top players more to the weaker unions. Um, point up getting at spread enough, let the weaker unions also have a feeling of maybe a spring box for experienced guys who play super rugby,
1: right? And that'll boost their rugby and raise it up. The other thing is um, we need to curb our guys who are heading to play rugby in France, England, and so forth, so that we retain a structure of depth which is basically how New Zealand survives and orders producers' tanks
0: to replace the Ritchie uh fly-offs to replace
1: the Dan Carters and so forth. Okay, a a very noisy line there, so we'll make you move on. Thanks very much. Uh, You brought up a couple of issues there, Henny. Let's start with the international players going overseas. The argument is that they're going overseas, A, for the money, but they bring back some great experience.
0: Yeah, I mean that's always a difficult one. I mean you, you can you can never stop anyone from applying their trade, uh, you know. So so we either have to find a way to encourage our players to stay here locally, um, uh, alternatively, you know, hope that they that we can draw them back uh, by some or other means. But it, it, it is critical um, that we do retain our our base of players. Uh, but I have a sense that, that, uh, from a South African point of view, they don't mind them going, uh, mm.
1: Mm.
0: you know, it, it's, it's, uh, we've just seemingly got so much talent here that we can just keep changing and, and bringing about new talent. And I, I have a slight, uh, different view on that because, uh, you know, I, I strongly believe our players are being overplayed and, and, uh, I was very much or the game turning professional at an uh, international level, rather than uh, a provincial international level. Right, right. By that yes. I mean, it's, it's uh, okay. You know, you you've got to focus on international rugby, and all focus on on, on provincial rugby. You, you can't you can't really do both.
1: And and that points about spreading the players around the country. In other words, don't have so many Springbok players in the Bulls and the Sharks. Uh, give one or two to southwestern districts during the Currie Cup.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be a, a difficult one to look because if they try and enforce that, we'll even lose more players than what we're currently losing because it's, it's all about the economics of, of paying people and, and, uh, you know, if the smaller province are unable to, to, to foot the bill of those players, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, Going to convince them to say, and if they're not happy, where they're going, <laughs> yeah, um, right. you know that's that's also uh, you know very detrimental to not uh, only themselves but, but the team that they're playing <laughs>
1: with. Or, or in. Annie, we need to wrap it up. So, in, in 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 a Twitter answer, how are we going to how are we going to become world champions again? You've given some answers. So give us give us another answer. then
0: well, so, you know, again, it's a culmination of a lot of things. It's, uh, You know, you look at the political environment and you say, how do, how do we need to change things? And and it's about being able to follow, uh, you know, aspects which which are key and are integral. And, uh, uh, you know, from a South African point of view, we've got to believe in ourselves, number one, and we've got to believe in, in, in our leadership. And, and our leadership has to be insightful and drive change in the right manner. Um, and and uh, you know, if we take it a yard or two back, I always look to, to the future. We need to educate our youth. We need to put a lot more time and energy into them to, to bring about the, uh, the, the selection criteria that's, that's now you know, being enforced upon uh, SA rugby.
1: Right, we have to leave it there. Henny, good challenge to you. Thanks very much. You've raised some interesting points. And uh, I've, I've written down notes here that's taken a whole page. So we're going to have to chat about that again sometime if you don't mind. No problem Right John Keep well Thank you very much Rugby legend Joining us here On SAFM Sports Special Uh, We could talk rugby Every day All day Couldn't you In in fact I was at a restaurant uh, Where was I the other day I was at a pub And I was listening To three men uh, they, they put me to shame. In fact, we should get them in the show one day and just have three men talk about rugby the way these guys were passionate, and they had the answers to everything because there were three men at the time. So, one saying why men in particular, because they were the men. We're bringing three rugby fans. How's that? All right. We'll bring in. We'll 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 bring in anybody if you're a fan in rugby. Uh, let us know. In fact, drop us a tweet now if you're interested, and we have a roundtable discussion on rugby. Why not? We got nothing else to do. SMS three four seven. We'll do rugby now, and then we'll do one do one about cricket. We will do one about Hockey and netball. we'll have a run and uh, apparently we're going to do something on sailing as well because Stephen Kirk is here so we'll do a round table a ra- around the yacht table uh, on sailing so it was just fascinating to listen to these men talking uh, about the passion and, and uh, what everybody's doing things wrong and how they can fix it and it was nice because they actually gave solutions so we'll, we'll keep on tra- we'll keep on chatting we'll maybe tweet the Sunday show.